Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Vegas is meeting the moment. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We are at the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> Super Bowl 58 is right on the horizon. <laughs> Vegas is meeting the moment in the sense that I got off the elevator today and three drunk people stumbled <laughs> exactly. onto it. Exactly. Yeah. Every cliche you could possibly hope for, yeah. it is happening here. Yeah, and it's only Monday. Man, this place is going to be crazy by Friday. <laughs> I think this place is always crazy. Yeah. Add in a Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to be wild. Uh, EJ and I are going uh, at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, We're going to come st- straight from the strip. Oh, yeah. Say. <laughs> Have fun, Olympic guys. Gardens, too, is very yeah. famous here. <laughs> say hi to Floyd Mayweather for me. <laughs> um, wait, you're invited, Maggie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, that's I, all right. I oh, thank you. I'm, I can't wait. You've probably been to a strip joint more recently than me. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Remember there was a big trend of women going to strip joints. I mean, it's I've been to radio. I can be honest. I've been to two in my whole life. Yeah. One in New York City, one in Chicago. And uh, I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> After 15 minutes, you kind of get the gist. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the show. We're in Vegas and talking about the Chiefs. The big, big question we have for the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're going to talk about it uh, all morning, which is are they America's team or are they the villains now of the NFL? And you're welcome to go vote at our poll, uh, Maggie and Pearl, on Twitter Perloff thinks they are America's team. This is the likable team, especially Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I, 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 I can't go America's team, but they're definitely not a villain. America's team is the Cowboys and always will be, but they are, they are likable and we should not uh, hold their popularity against them. I don't get it because Mahomes is the most creative force in the NFL. He is the most entertaining player. So I want to see if, you know, if my team's not going to be there, he's the guy I want to see. Right. You're rooting for the dynasty. You're rooting for the greatness. Yeah. You're rooting for the guy who might one day actually catch Tom Brady. Yeah. And not only that, just because he's much more exciting than Tom Brady ever was. Tom Brady yeah. was efficient, where Patrick Mahomes is creative and brilliant and does everything right. And he seems like a good guy. He's a family guy. He's his wife annoys a lot of people, yeah. and his brother's a mess. But I, I just think he's kind of like the perfect face for the NFL, which I think is what's driving people crazy. Well, it's the winning that drives people crazy. I mean, you can have a love and respect for Mahomes and think, man, I would love to see how is somebody going to beat this guy. It's like we talk about how is Travis Kelsey still open? How is Mahomes always making these amazing plays? Who is going to be the team outside of the Bengals and the Patriots? You know, He has been beaten before. But who is going to be the team that really stands in front of the train tracks, gets in his way, and and keeps him from this third Super Bowl? It's funny. Purdy, actually, if listen, if Purdy can win this Super Bowl, 
he's got a long way to go. But yeah. that's more shades of Brady than Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is this all-time athlete yeah. who's out there doing these incredible things. Purdy winning in his second year, that mm. would be a little closer to and, and remind us a little bit more of Tom. Yeah, but that seems hard to compare. Brock yeah, I mean, to Tom I'm Brady. not trying to. I'm just yeah. saying their their stories. It'd actually be very similar to Tom Brady, who kind of got carried by his team to some extent, much less so than Brock, much right. more so than Brock Purdy. And, and Tom Brady days. didn't win MVPs until he was really into his career. Not until after three Super Bowls did he win a league MVP. Yeah, no, and his numbers shot up uh, way in the second half of his career, way better than the first half of his career. So you're right, that is a close thing. But it's about Mahomes. It's not just the winning, though. I think. His Kermit the Frog voice is annoying people now. Like, oh, come on. People are getting <laughs> that's into, people, people are being diving, haters. People are diving into Patrick Mahomes, and I think that's going to be a theme this week. I think it's the, the overexposure. I, I just don't understand. There's something about Patrick Mahomes that is irritating people beyond just being the dynasty. I, my girlfriend, for the first time this week, heard Patrick Mahomes talk, and the first thing she said was, Wow, he talks like that. Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> this is where I gotta. I, I think the Chiefs are closer to the to the villain of the NFL than America's team. But I gotta stand up for Mahomes on this one. You need a unique voice to be heard in a stadium of seventy thousand people who are screaming their faces off. Don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, you go but to why the silent it? count? But like having a having a voice like that. But you don't have to talk helpful. like that off the field. Well, he can't help it. It's just no. the way he talks. <laughs> no, I know, and I, I, mean, I love it. Help I, him. Yeah, I like it too. Well, I mean. Uh, you could have your voice on the field like Dak Prescott. Yeah, here we go. He has a weird voice, but then he talks on off the field. He sounds completely normal. Well, think about it. Dak has trouble winning on the road. <laughs> so maybe his voice, Joe Mahomes, is, is good away from Arrowhead. Dak is not good away well, from the Cowboys Well, that's this year, stadium. by the way. That, that's, that's a new phenomenon. Because he used to be just as good on the road as he was at home. Whatever. My point is th- there are little things that people are picking on Patrick Mahomes. It seems strange to me. And I think his family and the Taylor Swift box and all that, that's annoying well, people. Okay. And that quarterback show on Netflix, I thought there was. I think it's overexposure. You know, the quarterback show on Netflix, I thought, really didn't do – it, it was interesting and enlightening to see his pregame routines and him and his with his family. It didn't really get very below the surface, though. You didn't get you didn't get him bearing his soul stuff like that. It was still pretty vanilla. But uh, this is the thing, and we're talking about whether the Chiefs are closer to America's team or close to the NFL's villains. It's like you're getting all this attention because of the winning, six straight AFC Championship games, the Super Bowl appearances, the Super Bowl wins, and it feels like. The, the powers that be the, around them are just still leaning in so hard to this. Like, they're celebrating every touchdown. Like, this is the first touchdown they've ever scored in the NFL. You know, like, the box is going crazy. And, listen, if I was in that box, I'd be going crazy, too, because this is fun and exciting, and it's a football game, and if you can't get excited about this, you don't have a pulse. But it feels like they are real. I don't want to say rubbing it in, but they're just so celebrating. Like Taylor Swift and Britney are jumping up oh. and down and screaming, and it's like, ladies, like they're it's not okay. acting like act it, like you've been there before. Act a little. like you've been there before. But they, but she, Taylor Swift hasn't, so she's experiencing this, I guess, for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of what what different boxes look back. The famous ones are always everyone watches Jerry after a touchdown. It's just like, like sort of the awkward high five with the grandson <laughs> oh or God. something. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Which I I find the box annoying. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's I, you just you you actually pointed out to me. I never realized why I found it annoying. They act like they've never been there before, and we've all been there with Kansas City. And it's like Taylor, where you been the last four years? Well, and this is why I was critical of Jason Kelsey when he was acting a fool at the Bills game. Oh, I'm like, get out of here! You don't need more attention. Do we really need the shirt off? Yes. You chugging beer, you know, Love jumping it. out of a window. 
The Wait. camera's going to find you, man. Oh, come on. That's just because they beat the Bills. That no, is no. ridiculous. The, I didn't like that Kelsey was tailgating with Bills fans either. What? Is, we, there is not. Okay, now that's a guy who has 100% approval rating. How can you say <laughs> anything negative about Jason Kelsey? You tell me Fat Man takes a shirt off at a football game? <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's like Christmas like, in <laughs> September. That's Fat the Man, best thing possible. No, no. Fat Man gets drunk at Bills game. That's just the Bills mafia. This is yeah. just what we do. So why do you have a problem with Jason Kelsey? Because you can't tailgate with Bills fans when you're going to sit in that obnoxious Chiefs box. And that's who you're rooting I'll for. Get you're out drinking of here. the Bills. We we can Jason Kelsey that. is America's guy. He's uh he goes <laughs> transcends, dr- drunk transcends uh <laughs> any team affiliation. He yeah, and he had 40 beers. I mean, come on. This is completely <laughs> respectable lineman behavior. <laughs> Give or take. He's a center. That's what you're supposed to do, Maggie. All right. So you are welcome to vote on the poll, of course. Uh Chiefs, are they closer to the villains? Are they closer to NFL's uh, America's team? You know, no no disrespect to the Cowboys. Another interesting news item that came out yesterday was, and it's funny because we're here in Vegas right now, is Cliff Kingsbury, the former Arizona head coach, the former college head coach, of course, at Texas Tech. He had been working with the USC staff and with Caleb Williams this past year after he got fired from the Cardinals. It looked like all signs were pointing to him taking the offensive coordinator job here in Vegas. 11th hour, pulls out of that negotiation, mm. and now is the going to be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders under Dan Quinn. Yeah, So, and then Vegas uh, went and hired Luke Getze, former Bears yeah. offense coordinator and Packers assistant. Uh, I get it. There's just a much more upside to me in Washington. I feel like he's going to get a young quarterback in there, and if Cliff wants – Believe it or not, another head coaching job. This is a much better path because where is Vegas going? Let's be honest. Who's their quarterback? That ownership group has a lot to prove here. I, I think he looked at the two situations and said, hey, we don't know where Washington's going, but I could see this being success where the Raiders is much tougher. Okay, so I'm going to go with the second, t- the B topic first, then the A topic. Yeah. The B topic to me is why didn't Biennemi get this job? Why didn't they just retain Eric Biennemi rather than going for Cliff Kingsbury? So that's a B topic. The A topic mm. is now the, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but man, do these catch like wildfire with the NFL? Now, this is all coming from fans. This is no reporters have, have no one's vetted this. Nobody is talking about this. Uh, none of the insiders are talking about this. But there is a connection people are making to the commanders having the second overall pick and Caleb Williams sitting there. Yeah. Is it possible that the Bears would trade out of that pick so that the commanders could go up and get the first overall yeah. pick and Cliff Kingsbury would be coaching Caleb Williams when they were both just at USC together? Right, and Cliff is a Lincoln Riley sort of guy. I think they're both air raid, famously Texas Tech guys. Sure. Uh, so that would make a lot of the connection there. But I and also Caleb th- Williams is from D.C. Yeah. So. Right, and I think that that is very interesting. I think Cliff would also fit with Jaden Daniels. But I don't understand, like, that means that Chicago's not taking Caleb Williams. I can't wrap my head around that. Are you, are you there where you can see them sticking with Justin Fields and trading that pick away? Absolutely not. I've been staunch on this from day one, even when Justin Fields was having a good end of the season after he came back from, what was it, the thumb injury yeah. or whatever it was. I, there is no chance on this earth that the Chicago Bears can pass twice on the number one overall pick when you don't have a surefire quarterback yeah. who's your franchise quarterback. Yeah. 
Fields has not proven that yet. Well, thank God they picked passed on last year's number one pick, but yeah. Right. I mean, who knows if they would have taken Bryce Young, though? What if they'd taken C.J. Stroud? They weren't going to. No, I don't think C.J. Stroud was going one last year. There was so much negative stuff around him. Yeah, but he was always known as the most quarterback ready, and right now we're talking about no. Cliff Kingsbury uh, not taking the Las Vegas Raiders offensive coordinator job, instead going to the Commanders at the 11th hour, and people are drawing connections to him and Caleb Williams. Uh, when you think about it, though, uh, the connect Jaden Daniels. So, well, who's the ultimate Cliff Kingsbury quarterback? It'd be Patrick Mahomes, sure. right? Texas Tech, uh, and Caleb Williams is a as close as we've seen to Patrick Mahomes. Yes, but Jaden Dan- Williams literally said, "There's nothing Patrick Mahomes can do on the field that I can't do," which was quite some. That was really putting yourself out there. Jaden Daniels does some crazy stuff too. I think I actually am a Cliff Kingsbury play caller fan. I thought he did a nice job with Kyler Murray, making that offense something in its peak years. Now it did seem like he had the head coach stuff. I'm excited for this this hire. Now, I don't get the enemy at all. And I'm actually upset that the Philadelphia Eagles hired Kellen Moore if the enemy's going to be floating around. Yeah. He made Sam Howell a 4,000-yard passer. <laughs> what are we doing here, people? Sam Howell was, like, not bad until the wheels fell off at the end and threw a lot of picks. But I could see the enemy being a problem for a head coach because you don't want too much sizzle on your staff. Like, you don't want your offensive coordinator to be so much better than you, right? You think like that's it? I, I, yeah, I do think that's it. I think people are protective of their jobs, and you don't really want somebody... But he might be out of a job this year. Right, well, Dan Quinn kept him and say Dan Quinn struggled. People be like, oh, let's just oh, promote, right, right. Okay. promote Biennemi. I mean, Biennemi's a big name. He's had a lot of success in the NFL as an offensive coordinator. So Cliff is not. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Like, you don't want your vice presidential candidate to be too good. Well, but here's the thing. If you're saying Cliff Kingsbury had success with Patrick Mahomes, you know who else did? Eric Biennemi when he was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. So if you're, oh, if yeah, if you're, having, if you're having Mahomes light or whatever we're going to call Caleb Williams, yeah. having Biennemi there. Now, again, this is total speculation. I do not think that the Bears are trading out of that pick. And, in fact, if you're a Bears fan, I think you are beside yourself and sick to your stomach if they do trade that pick. I know there's a lot of love for Justin Fields, but how do you not take the lottery ticket and think, man, this could cash? Yeah. No, I totally hear what you're saying. Is there anyone out there, EJ? Is there anyone out there who still thinks that Fields would be the smarter move and then trade down and get Marvin Harrison Jr. and get the boatload? I can't see that, but what I'm thinking is maybe they don't love Caleb Williams and they're saying, we'll trade down a spot and just take another quarterback because we will take all those assets we'll get from that trade and we'll be able to support this number two pick better than we could Caleb Williams with just the guys we have. The stones it would take to say we're passing on Caleb Williams for a general manager – is going to be – I was going to make a joke about Perloff's Elvis costume, but I don't want to do it because I feel like HR would get involved. But the, you'd have to really have a set because well, who – you're going to pass on him for Drake May or Jaden Daniels? Well, Caleb might not come here. I mean, that's – That's, well, yeah, that's like, another. He might be causing a lot of problems behind the scenes. Again, we have no reporting on that. Yeah. So if you could sign Justin Fields to a two-year reasonable deal and bring in – you have the nine pick too. Marvin Harrison, a new left tackle. I mean, you could build – you could build a Niners-like team where okay, you could have Brock Purdy, uh, sort of uh, uh, a point guard at, and not that Justin Fields is that, but you could build a really great team. And listen, they, this uh, GM got in the Monte Sweat, got killed because he traded a second-round pick for Monte Sweat, and that turned out to be a great deal. So I think if you're a GM and you could build a dynasty here. Where if you have Caleb Williams, does Caleb Williams have the support right now? Is there a team? Does he have a good enough receiving core? Does he have a good enough line to be any good here? I mean, Again, I think you, you can make an argument. You do have the overall no. pick, so you, it's not like you have no assets. I mean, the trade down to the Panthers is just the gift that keeps on giving for them. But I, I, I guess I would say that still wouldn't deter me 
And if I'm looking around at the rest of the NFC North, and we're talking about Cliff Kingsbury pulled out of the Vegas Raiders job, is going to the Commanders. Now people are making connections about Caleb Williams going to play in D.C. But if I'm Washington, I'm not letting him go anywhere. I've got Jordan Love now in the division who's on the rise. I've got the Lions who just retained their offensive coordinator. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. I have no idea what the Vikings are going to be, but I think the offense is probably going to be good for them. And do they keep Brian Flores? I mean, the Vikings are not going to be a, a walkover if their quarterback can stay healthy. So I feel like I need to try to get that next-level quarterback. Okay, I'm going to play fantasy football here. Yeah. What if I add Brock Bowers and Marvin Harrison Jr.? And you have DJ Moore already. I mean, that is, that's dream team stuff. Uh, but you get, if Bowers fell to nine yeah. and Marvin, you trade down and you get Marvin Harrison at three or four. I mean, there is definitely, like, it'd be a fun team to see. Them Bowers have it. an injury, though, this year. Bowers is, I know, he's outlasting past, he's not getting to 10. Yeah, I know, for some reason, his injury just disappeared. Uh, so I, I just think that they could do a lot. If I'm a GM, I'd be tempted by this idea. You're going to get so many picks. You're going to remember the Seahawks, what they did with the Russell Wilson trade. You could be, it's like the Herschel Walker trade. Maybe you could get, for Caleb Williams, can you imagine the package? It's going to be huge. The other part where this conspiracy theory falls a little short is if you actually are trading Caleb Williams, you don't know that on February 5th. Don't you still have to be fielding offers? You don't. You wouldn't know already, all right, I got this deal with the commanders. I know this is going to be my best deal, where Cliff Kingsbury would then make his life choices about it. You're still you still got to work the process here. We're not we didn't get to the combine yet. Well, Cliff's a former head coach. It's not like they wouldn't have hired him anyway. This uh so who did did they even you know, I know they interviewed Bianami for the head coaching job. Was he ever even in the mix for the OC job? I don't, I don't think we we know that yet. And uh, listen, Luke Getzey went to Vegas. Who would you yeah. rather have Cliff Kingsbury or Luke Getzey based on what you saw last year in Chicago? Kingsbury. Yeah, I mean Getzey that was not what I thought. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Aaron Rodgers stamp of approval doesn't really mean what people think it means. (laughs) You know, Nathaniel Hackett gets these like these are the best coaches of my life. And then as soon as Rodgers is away from them, they're not as good. (laughs) Shocker. Yeah. Uh, And the Bears, that works. The Bears got Shane Waldron, who's the hot name because Geno Smith was slinging it all over the place. So I think he's like, who knows with these OCs? You know, we say Cal Williams, by the way, it's so funny. If he goes to Chicago. That could not work. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. Chicago's never had a good quarterback and maybe never will. So that's a little bit of problem. History. You put that C on your helmet, all of a sudden you forget how to play football. It just happens. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, so we got a couple topics there for you. We've got the big poll question for today. The Chiefs, are they closer to America's team? Are they closer to the villains of the NFL? You can go there and vote. We'll bring you some poll results in just a moment. Also, the Cliff Kingsbury to the Commanders. Are you reading more into that? The Caleb Williams, the coveted, presumed number one overall pick that maybe trying to direct him to the D.C. area. Uh, okay, lots more to do. We're here in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. It is still empty. My God, <laughs> we, it's empty. We are really just holding it down. This is like our own personal convention center right now. Isn't it funny? Usually at a radio row, you hear a lot of background chatter. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, nothing. <laughs> there is not a soul except for we're staring at LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn, and that's about it. Uh, I kind of like it to ourselves. I feel like we can kind of stretch out a little bit. We can be loud. Nobody cares. There's yeah. Nobody here. Yeah, yeah. No, break, we, we own this town yeah, right break, now. Yeah, breaking in the place. <laughs> that's right. Here we are. Uh, we will have some amazing guests yeah. coming to you this week. Uh, EJ did a phenomenal job. Our guest list looks just choice. Can I wear sweatpants? I mean, because there's no one here. And uh, we're only on camera from chest Waist up. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or shorts. <laughs> you want to wear the Elvis costume? Yeah, I'll wear the Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Only waist up. <laughs> Apparently waist down is not safe for work. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We've got just amazing things on the docket, including our Super Bowl bulletin. The one thing you have to know about the Super Bowl Today's news. We get you that in just moments. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Maggie Perloff live in Vegas, the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Radio Row is hopping. There's about seven people here, (laughs) but we are hopping. We uh, have cans of coffee, and we're ready to go. The teams are here in Vegas. What are we hearing from the KC Camp Maggie? All right, so time for your Super Bowl bulletin, and this is the news you need to know about the Super Bowl. Uh, This one is about Kadarius Toney, a polarizing fellow, that Kadarius Toney, both on the field and off the field. He was has not been with the team through their playoff run because he's been on the injury report with various different designations. Tony took to Instagram live Pearl off before the AFC championship game, expletive filled rant saying that he's not on the injury report, joking. I must be in a body cast. If all these things are are wrong with me and use some very uh, explicit language of what he, the chiefs and the coaches could go do. Uh, well, 
You get <laughs> what I'm talking yeah. about. So now Tony is walking all this back. Andy Reid had said, you know, he was legitimately on the injury report. Travis Kelsey said, hey, it's all love with Kadarius Tony, no matter what. But he's now saying that basically that the messages were altered. His quote was, I unlike how the video makes it seem like I was attacking the ones I love when the clips was altered to make it look like that. Like AI? He goes, I I would post the full clips where I addressed who I was speaking on, but I'm past that. I just hate the image it painted. And now we get a new defense, the AI deep fake defense. I honestly thought Sean Payton's latte defense where he (laughs) roasted Nathaniel Hackett and then blamed it on being too hopped up on caffeine. (laughs) I thought that was going to be the best um, excuse we were going to get all season. Hold my beer, Kadarius Tony. It was a deep fake. Yeah, no, here's, here's obviously he wants to play in the Super Bowl, so I get where he's coming from. I think they're going to put him on the field. I'm almost sure of it now. How dumb would that be? Well, what else? You think about, what if they get behind? Who scares you on the Chiefs? Now, one thing about Kadarius Tony, he is the scariest player on that team. Because I saw what he did in last year's Super Bowl. Why not line him up at Pummer Just don't get him on the field as a receiver. Well, how about this? So I was reading some analytics stuff with uh, the, the company Sumer Sports, and they were writing about how the real vulnerability for the San Francisco defense is at the corners, like beyond the tackles, like yeah. running wide. And so they're talking about, oh, could we see some more Miko Hardman yeah. in the sweeps and stuff yeah. like that? I mean, who's the fastest guy on the team? Yeah. Kadarius I mean, Tony. Yeah. So run him on three sweeps. I think Tony gets in trouble when he runs routes and drops passes and lines up in the wrong place. <laughs> and attends the game. Yeah, shows up to the stadium. <laughs> that's uh, what, that's where the real trouble starts. Actually, no, it doesn't. It starts on social media. I mean, to be in the building. Also, he has proven like the Super Bowl stage is not too big for him. He seemed oblivious to it last year. That That's something. I mean, there are not a lot of players who have scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He's one of them. So I think the Chiefs might need him, believe it or not, because... <laughs> If, who's who scares you? If you we we're defensive coordinators, we just cover Kelsey and put a guy, <laughs> put a uh, one of your lockdown uh, quarters uh, if you have any anymore. Put Snead on Rice. What do you got if you're KC? So it's a weird situation. So that's your Super Bowl bulletin for today. It's the Kadarius Tony walking back. This is the one also to take it. I don't want to be too serious about this, but as we get further into AI and this becomes a bigger part of our life, there are going to be people who have deep fakes and it's already oh, yeah. happened with Taylor Swift and with politicians and stuff, but this is going to start happening. And I'm Kadarius Tony can't use this as some BS excuse when this is actually happening to people. Well, this is the second time he's come up with a very bizarre hacking or deep fake story. Remember he sent the DM to the giants fan that was oh, right. an audio recording that he said he got hacked. It yeah. was like, how do you get, hacked? Yeah, what's your password? One, two, three, four, five. Come and on, how, man. And how do you get hacked? Sending a, a audio message that sounds just like you? <laughs> again, he's going to blame it on the deep fake <laughs> on the AI. Well, I gotta be honest. We're talking about like world fears with AI, like Kadarius Tony being deep faked. <laughs> Not, I think more about Biden and Trump being deep fake would be number one. But the other thing, too, I thought you were going to go, let's get serious. I mean, CTE or some weirdness with Kadarius Tony, because oh. I'm not saying it's CTE, but that guy has had nothing but trouble I think he's, going back to college. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just one of these wild card dudes. But, yeah, these these excuses, again, up there with the latte defense from Sean Payton uh, for why he made fun of Nathaniel Hackett and called him the worst coach in the NFL, said he had too much caffeine.
Well, yeah, but that's at least that's we know that's right. I mean, <laughs> at well, least that's, that's being honest. <laughs> where I don't, I don't really believe Tony necessarily. No, but. of course not. You can't believe. By him. Right, Tony, had, I just was reading this. He had eight snaps last year in the Super Bowl and made an impact. So can you have a very limited Tony and still do something? Oh, I was going to give you guys this um, trivia question yesterday. I asked you not to look it up. Yeah. Andrew Bogish is back in the studio. I can see him. Carlos is back in the studio. I'll open this up to everybody. So again, I was doing some. Uh, Analytic work on the plane, mm. because that makes me the coolest person on earth. And analytic work. So, what do you <laughs> mean? Looking up stuff, you know. Like yeah, the analytics is actually in. creating these numbers that you were You're reading. reading. Yes, analyti- I was, you were reading I was analytic work. Perusing some graphs and charts. you said you were doing analytic work. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, doing a quick math, <laughs> carry the one. Um, <laughs> oh, Mark. So here's the trivia question: Which wide receiver led the NFL the regular season, led the NFL this year in yards after the catch? You know what? Since you, I think I know where you're going with this. Is it Rasheed Rice? It is Rasheed Rice. You didn't look it up, did you? I did you? not. Okay. Well, there's it's no reason like... for me to guess. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. Yeah. I still think it's Tyreek Hill, even though you're saying it's factually <laughs> Rasheed Rice. They said factually it is Rasheed Rice. Um, well, that was a that was not as fun as we. Sorry. I, I know. Well, EJ EJ guys. knew the knew the answer. Well, there you we go. No, but the only reason why I thought about that was because he's had these plays where he catches the ball and goes. He had a play against the Raiders. Yep. He had he's had several of those where he catches it short and goes eighty yards. Well that's a that's a long handoff now to him, right? They yeah. throw all those screen passes to him and he just runs eight yards. But I there's nobody more explode because I think of do you have the rudders up to him? Yeah. Tyree Kill, Zay Flowers a big run after catch guy. Um give me a minute and I will get yeah. you the answer to Are you that. do you have to crunch the numbers and do I've some got more to go back in the lab here? and crunch the numbers and find it on the Sumer Sports website. But you know what's so funny about analytics? Yeah. Uh, when the Lions went for it on fourth down twice, everyone's mm-hmm. like, Well, the analytics there's 32 teams. They probably have all different, like, there's no, like, master analytics, right? There's no, no Bible. The analytics say, well, every team has different analytics. So I feel like everyone thinks that there's one giant computer mind doing analytics. Yeah. And Maggie well, is somehow tapping into I've that. And I've tapped into that. <laughs> uh, I think it's because guys come up with these formulas and these numbers, and then I think people move around the league. And they get well, shared. Like, this is how it happened in baseball. But know? now there are 32 teams, and they all have analytics department, and they're very competitive, and they have, they have the right analytics. Analytics is interesting. It's an idea that you can measure anything. Like, yeah. you, you could be analytics to how good our show is going to be. Yeah. If we just had the right – everything could be quantified by a number. It's just how much resources – so it, I think we're just tapping the surface yes. of analytics. And I think, Maggie, you were going to lead the way. <laughs> well, I'm a trailblazer <laughs> in this area. Here's the analytics for Sports Talk Radio. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott. I think I hit it. <laughs> By the way, yards uh, after catch is not an analytic, right? <laughs> no, it's just a counting That's stat. That's a stat. It's yeah. a counting stat. Yeah. Um, okay. War, yeah, give me a war. Give, what's a, what's give Rasheed Rice's war? Yeah, EPA. Give me an EPA. I'll get that for you also. Or and a DVOA while you're at it. <laughs> uh, I got all the A's. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here. He's got headlines. More importantly, good morning, folks. Guys, good morning again. Maybe you missed it. Hopefully you missed it. The NFC played a little defense late to preserve a 64-59 win over the AFC in flag football yesterday afternoon to close out the Pro Bowl games in Orlando. Baker Mayfield basically erasing that playoff loss in Detroit by throwing two TDs and being MVP yesterday. Each winning player gets $88,000, grand per loser. Bogus, I watched it. I watched the whole thing on the plane. It was actually super entertaining. What about it was entertaining? I'm, 
the Pro Bowl, <laughs> they did this. They did all these weird games in the middle of the game where, like, you had to all the linemen had to line up and push a wall, and there was a tug of war, <laughs> and they were painful. playing flag football, and they ran the Philly special to Jalen Hurts. I got to tell you, the Pro Bowl is better than it's ever been. It, I know, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm old and I liked it. it wow. Is Jalen that Hurts wasn't even on that Eagles team that ran Philly special. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I, I got to tell you, Eli and Peyton were there. It was, it was somewhat entertaining. Because <laughs> we don't have any Eli and Peyton in our lives. It was I've some, always seen them again. That. I know. Where have those guys been? It was somewhat entertaining. And you know, I hate. I hate all-star games, so this was weird to me. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm watching this and somewhat enjoying it. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was weirded out because I got off the plane, me and Perloff on the same plane, and he's like, what would you watch? I was like, I watched nothing. He's like, well, I was watching the Pro Bowl. It was really good. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know, Perloff, who can't stand the dunk contest and the three-point <laughs> no, contest, like the, yeah. and uh, all of a sudden now is into tug-of-war. I, I love the dunk contest, but all-star Saturday night has gotten so much worse. The all-star game is terrible, but all of, yeah, the football thing actually worked. Listen, it's for I think it's for kids it and, is. and Perloff, obviously. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, there was nothing. Nothing Tall worse kids. than the Pro Bowl. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. The Pro Bowl itself Pro Bowl is such a low bar. Beyond awful. But you can't play real football at half speed. No. And also, it, it kind of showed, like, oh, you don't care about your audience. This, for many years, it was, you don't care about your audience. You just want to go to Hawaii. That's what it felt like all yeah. those years with the Pro Bowl. Yeah, except for when Sean Taylor laid somebody out. Oh, was that was Brian Mormon with yeah. the Bills. Your guy, yeah. Thank you. Which is not great. Uh, the Bills uh, get disrespected at the Pro wait, Bowl. <laughs> can we slow down for one second? We just had a six-hour flight, and I said to EJ, what did you watch? He goes, oh, nothing. I just listened to music the whole time. Six Bold hours? Choice. You don't watch a movie on the plane? You're sitting there, and you get these movies on the screen in uh, front of you. You're not curious about these movies? No, no. That's, that's a good time to lock in. Lock into some of my albums that I like listening to. So threw on some Logic, threw on some, let's see who we had. Uh, threw on uh, Dizzy Wright. He's a, a Las Vegas artist, yeah. one of my favorite rappers, put on his, one of his last albums. So I was just diving in. I was just throwing, going, going through my albums, yeah, getting getting ready for this big week. And it worked out in six hours, and then we were see, on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> Seinfeld, yeah, Seinfeld reference. This is getting close to when Purdy uh, – David Purdy sits on the plane. David Putty. David Putty yeah. sits on the plane. Purdy, Brock yeah. Purdy, and do, doesn't need <laughs> Just a book. Stare straight yeah. ahead. Doesn't need a book. That was like a ten-hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, though. a ten-hour flight, and, and she's like, "Do you want headphones? Do you want a book?" He's like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> I just I, so it was strange. You have the movie right in front of you. Everybody watches a movie. I walk up and down the roads. Everyone has a glowing screen except for you. I had the flight. I, I also I like to see the map. I like to see where we're. Oh, going. I like to wow. see how close we are. Like, I want to. I want to see the countdown. At like, least watch Jalen Brunson highlights. What are you doing watching the <laughs> the plane creep was, across America? America. Well, the woman, the woman next to me had. So usually, what I end up doing is actually the person next to me usually has some kind of music movie on. So I end up just seeing what they're doing. Yeah, me too. They were watching like Freeform, and it was like I guess the live action Sleeping Beauty, I think, or it was one with uh, James Marsden and uh, Christina Applegate. And I don't know what movie this is. Okay, but I was you like were enthralled. I was very interested. And then a dragon showed up at the end. I was like, well, because it looked like more of like a normal movie. This is like. <laughs> This is like when people put on Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, to start with the Wizard of Oz. EJ's like starting his album just as some weird movie is starting was, and seeing weird. how they Wait, sync up. And he's watching the, not on he's watching the map, and actually I saw him high-five the person next to me. He, we just hit Albuquerque. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Well, this is going to be a lot more fun to track when it's Bogish and Perloff driving across country to San Antonio. Oh, Wemby's hot. Yeah. That's uh, another, yeah, that's another update, I'm sure. Wemby looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Bogues, what else we got? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Holmes arrived in Vegas last night with his chief teammates and with some drama back at home. His dad, Patrick Sr., arrested Saturday in Tyler, Texas on DWI charges, the mm. third-degree felony carrying a 10-year sentence. The elder Mahomes pleaded guilty to similar charges 
in 2018 in Texas. Cliff Kingsbury reportedly is the commander's new offensive coordinator. Steve Belichick expected to become the Washington Huskies defensive coordinator after 12 years working on his dad's staff in New England. And the Giants reportedly blocked OC Mike Kafka from interviewing for the same job in Seattle. Kafka interviewed to be the Seahawks head coach. Didn't impress them enough for that job, but the team would have been okay with him running Mike McDonald's offense. Wait, uh, sorry, I have one question for you. I'm sorry. Back to the Pats thing with Steve, with uh, Belichick's kid taking over in, at the University of Washington. Can you get two cities in America that are farther away from each other than <laughs> Foxborough, Massachusetts, and Seattle? I mean, this guy's not just going away. This is like when they traded Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. to San Francisco. It's like, we don't need you away. We need you in the other conference, on the other coast, and as far as humanly possible away from this team. Well, I mean... Miami and Seattle. I guess that would probably be the cat, the, the and crossing. Carol- Carolina, Atlanta, D.C., Baltimore, uh, Nashville. You, you, you get what I'm saying, though. It's <laughs> no, pretty I freaking know. far. I mean, I EJ's an expert on maps because he was just watching it for six <laughs> hours. <laughs> I just want to say that technically. I know that crisscrossing I'm just would saying, be longer. But I mean, I, I think. Uh, how about a mentality? Not, maybe not mentality, but I just it's like <laughs> it's like thou art banished. Like you just got, you, you can't even be in New England hope, hope we made no friends in Massachusetts because you've never seen them again. Hold on, I'm Googling. How far is Charlotte from Seattle? It's farther. You were wrong, Maggie. <laughs> oh was that, was that analytics? No, that was sorry. Analytics. You guys are treating me like I'm Marash, who said Brazil was next to Egypt. Good grief. I'm just trying to make a point. Well, you, 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 it's a valid point because culturally, too, I think there's a lot going on. That's well, different. they're both kind of tech. I don't know. No, anyway. I just think they are far apart. So, Steve, it's, you say he's being banished. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm, I feel like he could probably coach in China somewhere, <laughs> maybe further away. It's but. like Game of Thrones. He's being sent to the wall. Yeah, he's just out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your dad's gone you can't even be around here anymore yeah i just want us to be accurate there sure. are farther cities <laughs> Thanks, <bro>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is wednesday's great debate what's the farthest from seattle <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just want you know people to think that we are masters of seventh grade geography and maggie said <laughs> yeah that great okay. debate would be over in 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> uh it's like a mini example of doc rivers coaching skills instead of blowing a 3-1 playoff lead his bucks blew a three-quarter lead in Utah last night. Marks at the top, guarded by Beasley, not a good defender. He jabs left, goes right, in the lane, kicks to Lowry, left wing three, pow! 104-102, Jazz lead it. David Locke on Jazz Radio. Lowry Markinen in Utah won the fourth quarter 40-13 to erase a 19-point hole, beat the Bucks 123-108, Milwaukee, now one and three under Doc, but guess who gets to coach the East in the All-Star game later this month? <laughs> it's ridiculously bad. No, it, it really is. Um, you know, it's one of these quirky things. I think there should be a rule somehow that someone else does it <laughs> other than me. Maybe I'll send my staff. And I'll go on vacation. Uh, there is a rule. Oh, my gosh. That's, and I'll go on vacation. Yeah. There is a rule in play here. It's the one that says the same coach can't coach back-to-back All-Star games. So Joe Missoula can't go to Indy. Oh. His replacement is the second-place coach, and that's the Bucks. Not Adrian Griffin, but Doc Rivers will coach the East in Indy in a couple of weekends. Uh, so many questions. 
<laughs> why can't a coach do it back-to-back years? What is so sacred about this? Uh, that I don't know position? why. I, I assume it's more of a punishment almost. You got a coach. To all yeah, yeah. Oh, you get a break. Oh, right. got it, got yeah. it, right. Yeah, yeah. Doc Rivers just said he would like to go on vacation, but he's been there for mm, two weeks. It's <laughs> kind of like, it sounds like the hard knock rules where teams don't have to be on hard knocks right. two Good years point. in a row. So, yeah, Doc, I, I love this storyline because all the former Sixers are doing great out there. Uh, James Harden is killing it. Ben Simmons destroyed them the other night. Uh, and now Doc Rivers stinking as a Bucks coach is actually giving me much joy. <laughs> wow, even if it means saying something nice about Ben Simmons. How big of you? Well, he did have zero points when I say <laughs> but they blew him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of those Sixers, wow. some calling it an operation, others a procedure. Tomato, tomato. Joel uh-huh. Embiid needs an OR for his left knee. Boo-boo. He's out an extended period of time. The Sixers say they'll know more after surgery, which will come in the next few days. And MetLife Stadium will host the 2026 Men's World Cup Final on July 19th. Dallas and Atlanta get the semifinals. SoFi, Arrowhead, Miami, Foxborough get the quarterfinals. The tournament begins on June 12th, 2026, with Mexico playing somebody in Mexico City. Guys, back to you. Uh, I, I want to apologize. It's actually almost faster to drive from Miami because there's a huge traffic problem right now in Indianapolis. If you're driving from New England to Seattle. So it's about this almost the same length. (laughs) What's going on in Indy? Uh, I don't know. There's a truck that's turned over. So it depends (laughs) where you're going from. (laughs) Yeah. It tried to get under under a bridge. No, I actually, I I made that up. If you're in Indy, do not listen to me. I'm sorry. Uh, All good. But, uh, you know, somebody's probably 10 minutes late now because they took an alternate route yeah. to get to their job. <laughs> Thanks to you. Yeah, it's like Perloff said it was a mess out there on I-90. We've been together. This is our third Super Bowl, right? Yep. Is that the most annoying thing I've done yet is to question you when you say there couldn't be anywhere further from New England? <laughs> Technically, Maggie, Miami is further. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. 855 Bogus, thank you. 855 2124 CBS, 855 2124 Uh Wow. Can we just, I, because it's so cavernous in here, I think everyone would hear us giving a round of applause for Dave Marinick for getting us coffee at the Starbucks that is 2.5 miles away walking and carrying it back here. Thank you, sir. (laughs) You are what's going to fuel this show. Uh, Okay, coming up, so much more to do, including we've got one big-time person, I'm going to put this, making the boldest prediction about Jim Harbaugh. Whoa! I mean, we all think this is going to work out, but geez, this person's going out on a limb. We'll tell you exactly what we're talking about next. Also, we've got more Super Bowl stuff for you, of course, on the way. It's Maggie and Perloff live from Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Just getting going here on this Monday, CBS Sports Radio. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, we're in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, Super Bowl 58, descending on Las Vegas, and here we are. Uh, Interesting stuff, Perloff, coming from the Bay Area. Jed York, who's the owner of the San Francisco 49ers, his team's in this Super Bowl, yet he was asked about his former coach, Jim Harbaugh, who's now taken over with the Los Angeles Chargers, and he's expecting that Jim Harbaugh, he said, is going to be very, very, very successful. Now, these guys didn't really um, part in the best of circumstances. Obviously, very rarely does it... uh, does it go that way? But Jed York said he did congratulate him when Michigan won the championship. They've texted back and forth. He said, Jim is a hell of a coach. I think it's a great spot for him. I'm excited for the Chargers. I think they'll be very, very successful. Here's the thing about this Jim Harbaugh hire. Mm-hmm. It's almost been met with a 100% approval rating, right? On paper, yeah. this makes all the sense in the world, and you're seeing like that the Chargers could take off like a rocket ship and become really sick. 
I mean, at this point, if they don't win a Super Bowl, <laughs> if they don't win multiple Super Bowls, we're going to be like, wow, Jim Harbaugh really didn't live up to expectations with the Chargers now, did well, he? Well, yeah, but he has time, right? Because, does he? How long does he? He doesn't stay places well, very long, I think, except for Michigan. Okay, it's early February right now. You're going to see, I think, in coming weeks, they're going to have to cut a lot of the older players. So I think the expectations lower a little. We know he has no. Justin Herbert, but he's not going to have anyone You're around. You're wrong about that. You're wrong. They have that. to. I mean... Who, no, this who's going to be on the team? Well, it doesn't matter because the Jim Harbaugh's reputation is he comes in and he gets you at he turns you into a winner right away. Right, but I think a playoff team. No one's expecting Super Bowl next year. Well, two things. He I said don't think. we're talking about Jim Harbaugh, who uh, the owner of the 49ers, Jed York, said he's expecting him to be very, very successful. Here's the thing about him with the Chargers. Not only does Jim Harbaugh in the NFL, obviously, you know, kind of. Fl- burn bright and Mm -hmm. then kind of burn I don't say burn out but burn bright with the 49ers it didn't last very long but he has already said going into this job there's not much sand left in the hourglass for me on coaching like he's guys I think he's going to be all in of course and he's going to be you know totally committed but he's kind of telling you right from the jump like I how much longer am I doing this for I think okay he's 60 so 10 years do you think he's doing? He might not want to coach till he's mm, seventy. What's Jim Harbaugh going to do? What's well, John Harbaugh is what sixty-two. What's Jim Harbaugh's hobby? Football. Milking cows. I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, feeding chickens feeding and milking chickens. cows. I think the the time frame is it can't be this year. Really? Are we talking next? I mean, if he doesn't get the Super Bowl with this team, that that's not a realistic expectation. No, I don't I'm, even think they're top ten and odds. No, but. I, I don't know about next year, but I'm saying the whole thing about Harbaugh was this is a fit because they have Herbert. He's in his prime. They're ready to win. He did a lot with San Francisco, which was probably a much more talented team, but didn't have that most talented quarterback was Alex Smith and then Kaepernick. Right, but he only got to the Super Bowl. I I think that— Multiple NFC championships. I think you're right. I think you're you're totally right. The bar is a Super Bowl, but I don't think it's this year. I I think they're going to lose a lot of players this offseason, and people are going to be realistic. But they go 8-9. and This is going to be—this is going to seem like a disaster. That's exactly what Sean Payton did, and that was his record with his first year with Denver. Do you want to give me some perspective of where they are in the odds? They're— at 11th between the Jets and the Jaguars. Well, then they should be a bet. Why Why isn't the money pouring in on them? Because everyone knows that they have to get rid of uh, half their teams, the salary cap reasons, and they're old because I, because they're also they're the Chargers. There's a lot of history to overcome here. I think <laughs> maybe I'm saying the bar is a little lower than, than what you're saying. Uh, I don't know if we can walk that back now. That, well, I mean, yes. That seems like moving things around. Like It was the slam dunk hire. It's yes. gotten all the good press. It's not that they have to win a Super Bowl in year one, but it's they've got it. Do they have to win multiple titles while he's there? I was gonna say maybe not win the Super Bowl next year, but maybe next year you have to kind of end the charging. Like I don't know if you can have them go to a final game of the regular season and lose. To not get into the playoffs, or you go to the playoffs and you have a big disappointment. I think yeah, or big lead and blow right, it. exactly. Right. I think if if they can get to the playoffs and show promise, okay, maybe they lose to the Chiefs in a respectable game. Yeah. I think people won't look at them and they'll say, okay, this team's going in the right direction. Right. If we see Brandon Staley like chokes from the Chargers next year, that would be very alarming. I think mean, that would definitely put a lot of shocking on Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think he's going to get. I think eleven and six is a realistic expectation. That's fine, right? We're all good with that. Or are we raising the bar above? Coming up, the Kansas City Chiefs. America's team or villains of the NFL? We do that next. Maggie and Perloff live from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. More next. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.